Welcome to the We've Seen a Thing or Two podcast. As investigators and mediators focused on regulatory and workplace conflicts, we have seen a thing or two and learned a thing or two. In each episode, we will be speaking with industry leaders in regulation, human resources and law, as well as thought leaders and top performers in investigations and mediation. We bring our audience interesting and cutting edge information on conflict management as it relates to professional regulation and workplace disputes. This industry is one of many views and we have to say that some views shared by our guests are not necessarily shared by the We've Seen a Thing or Two podcast, its hosts or sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by Bernard and Associates, trusted investigation and mediation professionals since 2004. Now here's your host, Dean Bernard. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the We've Seen a Thing or Two podcast. I really appreciate you joining us today. And if this is your first time listening to us, well, welcome. And if you have listened to us before, thanks for coming back. On this edition of the podcast, we have Alison Gaffney, who is the Executive Director of the Canadian Network of Agencies for Regulation, or what most people refer to as CNAR. And I invited Alison to join me on this podcast so she could talk about the purpose and the mission of CNAR and the role it plays in supporting Canadian regulators from coast to coast to coast. Now, many of our listeners will already be acquainted with CNAR. And for you folks, Allison will share with us some of the plans that CNAR has in store for 2022 and beyond. Now, before we get to that, I want to tell you a little bit about Allison. Allison's been working with CNR for the past two years, starting in 2020. Lucky her, just before the world was starting to hear rumblings about COVID-19. Despite these challenging times, Allison has led this organization and grown CNR both internally and externally. New staff, committees, member increases, and new partnerships. Previously, Allison worked globally for several technology organizations and consulted for a variety of Canadian companies, helping them to fine-tune their mission, vision, and strategic priorities. She's also the founder of Women in Data Science Ottawa and a co-founder of Women for Mental Health with the Royal Ottawa Hospital. I can tell you that I've worked directly with Allison and her excellent team at CNR, and I honestly can't say enough good things about their commitment to supporting regulators. And I'm so happy that Allison's able to join us today. Welcome to the show, Allison. Dean, thank you for having me and thank you for that lovely introduction. It's always a pleasure to uh, touch base and speak with you. And we also appreciate the opportunity to chat more about CNAR and our 2022 plans. Well, introductions like that are easy when it's true. (laughs) I'll say it again. You've really done some great stuff with CNAR. And and I want our audience to learn about the organization. Many people who know of CNAR tend to think primarily about the annual conference. That's obviously grown to be a huge success, even during the pandemic, uh, where you had to switch to that virtual platform. But what are some of the other things CNAR does to support regulators in Canada? Good point about the uh, conference. For a time, CNAR only had enough resources to host a very strong but well-run annual conference. However, with our internal growth and the support of both memberships and partners, just like you, we can bring opportunities for learning and sharing, connecting with the community on a continuous basis. One of the most important initiatives CNR launched in the last two years was prompted by COVID, actually, but it has become an invaluable tool for our community. It's what we now call virtual discussions. 
we started these regular informal chats over Zoom back in the day. You remember when no one knew what Zoom was, but now we're all experts. And these informal chats over Zoom was when people were scrambling for resources and support in early 2020. They were open to everyone to attend, free of charge, ask questions, and just trying to figure out next steps together. It was a key turning point in the community, and we are very proud of being able to be there for regulators across the nation when the chips were down, so to speak. Today, we continue hosting these events on a range of hot topics. In fact, last month, we opened a dialogue on defining the public interest. Over 200 people attended. And next, we'll be discussing ways to further provide a more inclusive work environment with the wonderful Dr. Jane Gobia. She's the VP of Inclusive Communities at Sheridan College, and she's done incredible things in her role there, not only in the role there, but in other organizations. In addition, we've just completed a diversity and inclusion webinar series with the Canadian Centre for Diversity and Inclusion, which was extremely well received. We'll next be hosting a workshop series in May, which will feature a variety of thought-provoking topics, because our mission is to continuously connect Canadian regulators. If folks have a question, we can help find the answer via our online forums and various resources or connect them with someone who can. Yeah, I agree that those virtual discussions really have been a great offering to regulators. And I was very happy actually to be involved with delivering one of these early after the pandemic started, helping people figure out how to deal with remote investigations. It really is a great way for CNR to gather experts on on various topics and make them available to the regulatory community quickly and efficiently. You've already outlined things that make CNR so helpful to regulators, but I am curious, why do you think CNR has seen such growth in the last few years? I think awareness for CNR has certainly increased dramatically over the last few years. We've active communications with the membership, proactive outreach, social media, we're very active, and combined with the in-person conference moving to different provinces around the country, these points have played a significant role in raising our profile. One thing I've realized is once Canadian regulators are aware we exist, they're immediately interested in our events, resources, and our community. Because we are the only association in the world dedicated exclusively to Canadian self-regulation. And that remains a key point of the value we provide to this community. The approach to professional regulation across the provinces and territories and within different professions gives us all a great deal to explore. Yeah, I agree. And I'd like to talk a little bit more. And I know we already sort of talked about the annual conference, but I'd like to talk a little more about that annual conference. It is uniquely Canadian. I think that's one of the great things about CNR is that, you know, I mean, there are other organizations that offer plenty of great things, but you're right. I mean, CNR is really quite alone in that place of of providing uniquely Canadian content. And I think that's really important because so often Canadians often find themselves not just in regulation, but in all areas, having to sort of look for resources in places outside of our own country. And and sometimes those aren't the best fit. And uh, that uniquely Canadian perspective is great. And I don't think it can be seen in any grander way than at the annual conference. So I want to talk a little bit more about that conference. I know it, it is the big CNR event that everyone looks forward to. So what can you tell me about this year's conference? Well, this year, it's going to be incredible. So it's going to be our 15th annual conference, actually. And in non-COVID times, we 
typically would go to different Canadian cities so we can continue to build relationships with the regulatory communities in person and give them the opportunity to attend, learn, and network with each other. So in the past, we have brought the CNR conference to places like Toronto, Halifax, Vancouver, Montreal, Banff, Quebec City, across the nation. And now this year, we will be in Charlottetown, PEI, from October 24th through the 26th. Our conference is the Knowledge Hub for those in Canadian regulation. Typically, we've been bringing in over 600 people to discuss various hot-button issues and learn from one another, both in terms of sharing successes and failures. The virtual CNR conference events over the last two years presented initially a challenge for us, but it really allowed us to embrace regulatory bodies in remote regions and smaller regulators with tight budgets. The virtual conference events also gave folks in various departments the opportunity to attend the conference, not just the registrar and CEO. Great. And and what did you observe to be those hot topics last year? Like, And what do you think will continue to remain hot in 2022? One of the major ones was the truth and reconciliation. Right. It's an extremely important topic that we explored both in our 2021 masterclass session and through an important conversation with one of our keynotes, Harmony Johnson. During her presentation, Harmony unpacked key terms as they related to truth and reconciliation and to develop a shared language and meaning that equips the partnered work of reconciliation moving forward. It was extremely moving and meaningful for all of us who attended. Of course, this work is ongoing and regulators are looking to CNAR for continued opportunities to learn from Indigenous leaders, elders and knowledge keepers. And we will be developing programs in 2022 and onwards. Several of our 2021 conference sessions tackled EDI, equity, diversity and inclusion, from an audit to action perspective, as well as how to assess the competency of a diverse and international workforce. As I mentioned, CNR has been working with the Canadian Centre for Diversity and Inclusion on a three-part series recently, and we will continue to seek opportunities for the community to learn from one another, as well as external organizations in this field. Some other hot topics that we saw last year and, and will continue with this year are on uh, human resources, governance, and trends with technology like AI and online proctoring. They've also been identified as topics uh, many regulators are looking for guidance on. Well, it certainly is easy to see how CNR has responded so well to the changing needs and I guess the challenges really in society. And by extension, the regulators changing needs We're all trying to shift our thinking, understand new ideas and new concepts. And it's one of the things that CNR really has done a great job of responding to, in my opinion. One thing that I've noticed over the last few years is the expanded breadth of topics and sharing of knowledge that really results in there being something for everyone. And I'm not trying to sound like a commercial for CNR here, but it really is true. I mean, I can remember back in the farther back times of, of CNR, probably not the, the best way to say it, but maybe 10 years ago, CNR wasn't, you know, they were much more focused and they've become really a one-stop shop for all things regulation. And so whether you're involved at the at the top of a regulatory body as the registrar or the CEO, or whether you're a frontline investigator or, you know, support person, uh, it doesn't really matter. There's something there for everyone. And I really think that's one of the, the hallmarks and the success stories, how it's come so far. And so having said that, I guess the logical question is, what's new for CNR in 2022? 
Wow, Dean, I think you could do commercials for us. So (laughs) thank you for all of that. I appreciate it. So this year, 2022, we probably have our greatest conference challenge yet. We're hosting our conference both in person and virtually at the same time. We are very excited to bring back the invaluable in-person one-on-one networking opportunities our community has sorely missed during the pandemic. While at the same time, we will be providing high-quality session content to every corner of Canada via our virtual platform capabilities. So stay tuned and be sure to get your ticket. That's exciting. Yes. And we're also looking forward to developing more ebooks. Our ebooks, which are, have been based on the content presented at various events, have been very popular with the community because it gives you a resource to flip back in. And what we do is we package different session themes together and bring up the salient points and the most important points that we think the community would like to read about, all in one ebook resource. And we now have a new committee that we started last year called the Education Planning Committee. With them, we'll continue delivering other educational resources in terms of white papers and templates. So do stay tuned for more resources. That's great. And I I agree with you. I mean, I know one thing that I've missed probably more than anything is the face-to-face networking component of of the conferences. I mean, that's the kind of thing that it's really the opportunity to have those you know, have those discussions with your colleagues and and uh, it's where you often learn a lot and maybe even more than you do in some sessions or or the best part is when you attend a session and then you get to sit down and maybe have lunch or whatever and, and, and talk about that session and, and talk about what each of you took from it. And it's, it's really a way of extending the learning, but also while making really important connections in the community. So I, for one, am, am really looking forward to that. I will be in Charlottetown with bells on. And it sounds like there's a lot of opportunities for people to contribute. I mean, I'm listening to all the things that you're talking about, and I think there's lots of ways people can contribute to the CNR mission. What would be the best way for them to get involved? Before I answer and tell you all the exciting things we're doing in 2022 and how or how people can get involved, I'd like to tell you, you talked about you wanting to really get to this in-person conference. I'm excited because I joined when COVID started. I actually haven't met. Oh, 98% of the membership. So I'm personally really excited about Charlottetown and I hope to shake as many hands or if we're allowed to shake, I guess we can shake hands at that point in time (laughs) or fist bump and just network. So I'm personally extremely excited about uh, the in-person event. So how can you get involved? We'd love to have everybody involved. First and foremost, if you're in the regulatory world, nonprofit, become a CNAR member first and foremost, please join us. Or if you are a for-profit organization, consider joining us as a corporate partner and join our impressive group of collaborators like you, Dean. Uh, As you said, you've been with us for, I think you aged yourself on that one, 10 years. (laughs) But we also encourage folks to share their stories and speak at the conference. And there's a deadline. We've opened up the submission time for speaking proposals, but the deadline is March 25th. So mark your calendar and get your speaking proposal in. We are looking for diverse speakers from across all professions and pockets of Canada, and you don't have to be a member to submit a proposal. Okay. So again, March 25th is the deadline. You can also put your name forward to sit on one of our member committees either the conference planning committee or education planning committee. We do this at the beginning of each calendar year. Okay. 
And we also encourage folks to attend our spring workshop series. And of course, as we've been talking, CNAR 2022, our annual conference, either virtually or in person in Charlottetown. Now, you can actively participate in our virtual discussions and share your knowledge. You can ask questions, engage with the community. We have member online discussions that can also offer you an opportunity to either share your organization's news templates, or you can ask questions or seek recommendations. Another exciting way to work with us and to work with me uh, would be to join our board of directors. We are accepting applications until April 15th, uh, so there is still some time, and get your application in. I'd love to be working with you. Finally, members can submit an article for a newsletter, or you can get involved with our social media, follow us, retweet, repost our social media updates, or if you're active on social media, tag us in your posts. And we will support your announcement. Our Twitter handle, if it's called a Twitter handle, at CNR underscore RCOR. And there's also a great opportunity to engage, contribute, or learn with a community that I'm just so impressed with because they're very close and they are very supportive of each other, the regulatory community. And they are an absolute pleasure for me being new to this industry or profession to work with. The thing is, and I think this is why CNAR has been a success and continues to be a success, is you don't go to university or college to get a degree in how to be a regulator. So CNAR has been helping to fill this void with programming to ensure our regulators are always feeling supported and well-informed. We want to help them do their jobs better, which ultimately helps serve the public as well. Wow, that is great. I mean, there's certainly a lot that people can get involved in. Certainly, these opportunities can be rewarding for people as well. I know my involvement with CNR, and and full disclosure here, folks, uh, my company is a corporate partner with CNR. We're very proud to be contributing to their mission by doing our little part in supporting the organization and helping to advance the access really of knowledge for all regulators. As the old saying goes, knowledge is power. And uh, I think that's a really good point that you make, Allison, when you talk about how none of us have received a formal education in how to be a regulator or how to even perform one small part of regulation. A lot of people don't realize that regulators, the enormous number of different skill sets that go into the successful operation of a regulatory body at all different phases and places between exam building and registration and you know all of the different areas investigations and all of the places and things that regulators do it can be overwhelming this organization definitely helps with that and i'm i'm very proud to just be a small piece of it So, Allison, I got to tell you, this has been a great interview. I I really want to thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest on the show. You shared some great insights about CNR and the newer initiatives you're planning and providing. I am sure that this is only the beginning of what will be really an ever-growing network of support for Canadian regulators. And if any of our listeners want to connect with you, what's the best way they can do that? I would say please visit us at www.cnr.com hyphen rcor.ca, our website, and feel free to reach out to me or any members of our team. We would love to hear comments or answer any questions anyone may have. And Dean, I really appreciate you inviting me and CNR to your podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Well, that goes both ways. I really appreciate you coming on the show, Allison. And I guess with that, folks, that will be a wrap on another episode 
of the We've Seen a Thing or Two podcast. I want to thank you all again very much for listening. And we do want to hear from you. So please tell us how we're doing. As I often say, and I guess probably for some people, maybe too often, it's all about constant and never-ending improvement. And for us to do that, we need your feedback. So help us with that. You know, Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. We're always open to that. All of our podcasts get linked to our website at bernardinc.com. And they're also copied on our YouTube channel. So please take a look at those. In fact, you should really check out the Bernard & Associates YouTube channel talking about sharing knowledge and information. There is a lot of content on there. And it was shocking to me in 2021, I received this report from YouTube about how engaged our YouTube channel was. And I was stunned to see that in 2021, we were just shy of 18,000 hours logged by people watching our content which is a real compliment to us, but it's very gratifying to see that the content is hitting the mark. So with all of that said, I want to thank you again for listening. If you do want to reach me, you can contact me on LinkedIn at Dean Bernard or use the contact page on our website. Thank you everybody so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the We've Seen a Thing or Two podcast. Bye-bye.